Hey, I'm Mart. Flynn. Kellogg. Shreya. Alma. And I'm your DM, Ethan. Welcome to Venture Forth. Previously, you all had found yourself in the middle of a combat encounter with uh, a mysterious foe, a tiefling named Zergath and a hobgoblin named Kerr. Um, the tiefling had some crystals embedded in his face and neck. One of them exploded, releasing this, this soul that consumed its body. Um, after uh, a little bit more uh, combat, you guys discovered that this was a bit of a, a dual personality, switching between the tiefling uh, Zergath and this new entity. Um, they were sort of switching back fighting styles between fighting styles that you know to be rogue and what you assume to be barbarian, where um, they were flying into a rage one second and uh, using um, Kerr as uh, a sneak attack in the next moment. Um, after a bit of a scuffle, you guys managed to knock out Kerr and incapacitate him. But after um, a door, a purple doorway opened up and blinded and deafened most of you, um, the assailants fled in a ball of purple light. Um, uh, over the next uh, hour, Flynn, Shry, and Kellick started to come to their senses again. Their eyes began to work and their ears began to work again um, as you guys sort of got your bearings. Um, after a bit of discussion, you guys decided that this was where you're going to stay for the night, um, as it is now well into the night. And you guys dragged Kerr's unconscious body downstairs, tied him up, and got ready for bed. Um, so you guys had discussed taking watches for the night. Who is going to be taking that first watch? Alma. Okay. Um, everyone else, uh, are you guys going straight to bed? Is there anything that you guys would like to do pr to prepare? Or are you guys just getting your rest in? Uh, I am going to still pretty injured, still a little dazed and confused from having been unconscious. I'm going to go straight into a sleep. Um, but I'm going to let Oma know or let the group as a whole know, say, hey, uh, I just, I just, I need some rest. Um, but whenever anyone needs to wake me uh, for for a watch or shift, by all means, just just let me know. And from there, I will immediately be asleep. Uh, I will uh, just before going to bed, I'll cast a glance over at March and uh, her her tunic, which she's used many times. <laughs> to bandage uh, things and to cover uh, fragments of golden crowns uh, and I'll just uh, as as surreptitiously as I can uh, you know sneak over and uh, whisper Prius and cast mending on her tunic to replace the, the lost uh, fabric and then I'll go to bed I'll walk over to Omar and I kind of like I'm still out of it a little bit because I'm still fucked up from the fight. Um, thanks for 
sharing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and thanks for you know being there when we when I couldn't see. I mean, what was I gonna do? Leave you? You're you're not a bad person. Just wanna make sure you hear that more often. Thanks. Alright, I am very tired and I need some rest. So if anything happens, wake me up. But until then, good night. <laughs> and I walk away and kinda sit over in the corner and start to nod off. Good night. Okay. As everyone else dozes off. I'd like um, to do one thing oh, before, yeah, go before for I it. sleep. Uh, so recalling to mind the conversation I just had about my origins, I I sit uh, in a in a center of the room that I, I feel has like the most energy. Uh, I plant my staff down next to me, and as I sort of twirl it through my fingers, I look up toward the ceiling, and in my mind's eye, I just see uh, just constellations. Uh, yeah, that that create certain patterns and remind me of my homeland. Uh, as I mutter under my breath, the in meditation, the uh, the next things I would like to prepare, drawing on my knowledge of the earth and the sky, to uh, take with me before I drift off to sleep. Okay, nice. Um, everyone else is lying down, drifting off, going to sleep. Oma, what are you going to be up to during your watch? Yeah, I want to um, first um, light, use my tinderbox to light um, a torch. Okay. Um, I just want to lay the torch on the ground, though. Is that like make yeah, a little fire? Yeah, you could definitely do it? that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm going to... Um, put my hands over it and, and get some of the warmth from it. And as I'm, as I'm doing that, I'm going to take a deep breath. Um, and I'm going to breathe in and I'm going to say, mm, purple. And I raise my hands over it and it turns blue. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to, and I'm just going to stare at it. And like, breathe out <laughs> um, and just let it be blue <laughs> <laughs> okay um, so for the remainder of your watch I'm going to have you make a perception check ooh nineteen. Nineteen. Um, as you are watching the door and keeping an eye on Kerr um, every once in a while you hear um, just some footsteps up in the um, uh, sort of in the main area outside you can't quite tell if they're in the bakery itself or out on the on the street um, outside of the bakery but you do hear every once in a while some footsteps passing maybe um, like a no guard. voices does or it anything sound, does it sound pretty regularly timed like maybe it's a guard it doesn't sound regularly timed oh, okay um and looking over to Kerr, you can see he's um, just sort of moving around. He's not completely still. He's he's not completely um, out of it, but you can sort of see he's um, he's beginning to sort of twitch and groan. Not 
conscious by any means, but uh, his his muscles are, are starting begin to begin to wake again. Um, if I see that, I'm gonna shuffle my way over to him, and um, gonna look at my hand. Um, and considering that the flame turned blue and not purple, I'm gonna not trust myself for a second. And I'm just gonna knock my fist bass back and punch him in the head. Okay. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> this kid's a savage. Um, roll, roll damage for that. Are you sure you want me to roll damage for that? Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Um. Oh, um, it was a um, a one minus one, so so zero. <laughs> okay. Hey! Um, so you uh, you knocked him out. It might be for another couple minutes. Um, it might not last too long, but uh, he is once again not moving. Okay. Oh, if I see him move again, I'm gonna do it again. Okay. I'm not <laughs> trying. Um, I'm not trying to like kill him. I just want to like keep him knocked out. So that was actually like the perfect role for me. Oh, okay. was just crouched at his head, just like <laughs> <laughs> fist cock, ready to go. <laughs> I have so much control over how much damage I can do. This this guy is gonna we're gonna wake up and this guy's gonna have like twenty welts all over his head. Mama, what did you do? Just tiny fists. Yeah. Um okay. Uh your watch goes by. You hear footsteps outside, nothing coming down into the cellar. Um and your watch comes to a close. Um, as you go and, and begin to make up where you're going to sleep, uh, who are you waking up for the second watch? So I'm waking up um, March and Shreya. So I'm going to wake up March 1st. March. March, I, I think it's... Yeah. I think it's. I think it's time for, for you to take your watch. And then you can okay. go back to bed after. Oh, okay. Are you okay? Anything Anything happen? Um... There were some footsteps outside, um, but they didn't come inside the building, and and they definitely didn't come down here. And 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 Kurt, Kurt like was like moving a little bit, so I I just made sure he stayed asleep. Yeah, via employing whack a cur. Did you did you punch him? Ah, <laughs> uh, a couple times. Yeah, I punched him in the head, but I didn't just, hurt him. I I promise. I'm gonna I, put. I I'm gonna. I'm gonna put out one of my big hands. Indicating that I want to high five her. I'm gonna, I'm gonna high five her back. <laughs> like, good girl. Very, very proud. Um, of, very proud of you. And I'm actually not gonna set my bedroll out because I'm gonna use marches because it's warm. Um, <laughs> and then when she has to come back to bed, she's gonna have to like wake me up and move me. Um, but I'm gonna take hers <laughs> for right now. Um, and I'm gonna wake up Shreya. And and as I lay down, I'm gonna um, tell Shreya. Hey, Shreya, do you think you can tell me what the plane of air looks like? I just just really want to know what it looks like. And I'm going to fall asleep listening to him tell me about the plane of air. Oh, that's adorable. (laughs) And that's what I will do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to uh, sort of look over at Shreya and kind of give it, and then look down at, at my shirt realizing that is my shirt a little longer than before I fell asleep? I thought I must have got hit in the head really, really hard. I totally forgot. I, I thought it was all torn up, but alright. Just uh, 
step and, and look out over everyone. Okay. Uh, Shreya and March, you guys are awake. What would you guys like to do during your watch? Uh, could I could I do a quick, um, it, seeing as I was describing this thing to Oma, could I just do a brief, like, uh, description? Oh, yeah, yeah, go for it. It is a place where the material and the immaterial merge in and out of being. If you've ever seen the inside of a cloud on this plane, that is perhaps the closest you can see. But the architecture of the clouds and the air and the tiny bursts of bits of earth that pop in and out of existence in the elemental plane. Wow. There, these floating pieces of matter, sometimes taking great forms of rocks and and water that springs forth and flows forth in other times. Other times you can ride currents of air for what appear in this world to be for miles and miles mm. and miles. It is a place where the imagination and what you see in front of you seem to merge and become one. And that's <sighs> going to be my description. <laughs> nice. All right, almost knocked out. <laughs> Mark I probably am, almost fell asleep too. It's <laughs> very soothing. Yeah, I'm it is. going to just sit and stare at this torch. I'm assuming the torch that Oma has lit is still lit, correct? Mm. Yeah, that thing's still going. Let me tell okay, you how long it, just... can I tell you how long it lasts? One second. Yeah. Yeah. It would still be lit, but I don't know if it would be. It only lasts an hour, so it will not be... Well, yeah, only lasts an hour. Okay. I'm going to just stare at it even as it fades and, and just... The, the light mind... is still there. It's just not blue. Okay. Yeah, it's just the color that fades. Yeah. My mind is just in another place, just kind of shifting around, observing, but also just clearly going through several memories uh, within my mind. Um, with that, I'm going to have both of you guys make perception checks for me. That's a dirty 20 for me. That was a 24 for me. Woo! Nice. Okay. Um, so you guys both hear um, outside sort of the same footsteps um, going back and forth. And um, you, know, you sort of get a sense that there might be some people walking out there. Um, but uh, nothing comes into the building. Um, and then after a while, about halfway through you guys' watch... Um, Kerr begins to vocalize a little bit more in his uh, rolling around. It's, and you can tell over the next little bit, he might start to come to. I'm going to look at Shryan's server. Would you be okay if I pull an Ulma and punch him in the head? I can do it lightly. Perhaps we could find a less violent means if, if that's all right with you. There are many ways to restrain you're, I know you're right. It's I'm sorry. It's just dealt with this guy for so long, and it was just he was such an ass the whole time. And it's just the idea that Alma got to punch him in the head, and I didn't. I'm a little don't don't tell anyone. I'm a little jealous of the twelve year old right now. I just wouldn't mind punch him in the head. But. Well, I, I do understand what it is you you call a tit for tat, and if that be the case, by all means, 
I'd like to, uh, like, maybe, maybe an open fist punch into his head. Just like, okay. Shut up. Um. So roll damage for that. <laughs> this, this guy's gonna have long term, long term <laughs> brain damage. He hit his head on the stairs all the way just, down. Just so you know, um, <laughs> this this rolling damage isn't necessarily to like go against his hit points, it's to see how long he's going to stay out for. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so, how will I, I guess the question is, is how will I roll any kind of damage like that? So that's going to be an unarmed strike. Um, for right. you, I believe it's going to be a D4 plus your strength modifier. It's actually not. It just says that it's just, if I do that, it's just going to be just five. Oh, okay. Just straight five for unarmed. Okay, then we'll go with that. Um, cool. Five points of damage. And uh, he is not moving once again. Hope I didn't hurt him too much, but at the same time, <laughs> he does look okay rather peaceful. <laughs> okay. Um, and as it nears the end of your watch, um, you guys hear. You guys have been have been keeping a pretty good track of like the the footsteps outside, and um, most of them you hear are pretty far away. And then um, at near the end of your watch, you don't hear any footsteps, but you do hear the door at the top of the stairs just very lightly creak open for a split second. And then once it begins to creak, it goes quiet. Did you hear that? Yeah. I'm going to attempt to to sort of... I don't want to stand up because I've still got all my chain. If I stand up, I'm going to be real loud. I want to try and shimmy closer to the, the stairwell, but like it's in a way that like every move I make is like rattling chains. Uh, freeze. And then rattle more close. Okay. To, to, to just so I want to essentially position myself so that if they come down the stairs, I would be on either side of those, uh, that entrance. Gotcha. So do you want to look, do you want to open the door and look up in the stairs or do you just want to be no, ready to hit whatever comes ready. down? Yeah, I don't okay. want to look. I just want to be ready in case something happens. Okay. I'm going to go to a supporting position uh, near her with, uh, I'm going to, yeah, just in a supporting position with my staff drawn. Okay. And nothing comes through the door. You wait a minute, we- another minute, five more minutes, nothing comes through the door. I'm going to look at Shry real quick. Like, I'm going to kind of assume that he's almost on the other side, like the same on the left of the side. Assume Shry is on the other Look at him and kind of be like, we heard something, right? We did hear. It sounded like. Did you hear it? I, I heard something that seemed to enter the space above. Uh... Should probably warn who's ever up next about that and just give them that heads up. Yes, that would be good. Okay. Um, as you guys are just about to head off to bed, um, you guys are just about to wake up the uh, the the next watch. Um, as you hear, um, just a, a like a very small knock or almost a thud um, at the door um, on this bottom level. 
Um, just a very quiet sound. Um, most people probably wouldn't have heard it, but you guys rolled really well, so you guys heard this tiny little tap on the inside of the door. Shreya. Shreya. Excuse me. What? You heard that, right? I think so. I, I can't tell what might be going on. It does unnerve me. I would like to shift more in front of the door and try and put my ear to the door very briefly and see if I can hear anything on the other side, any chainmail, any movement of of uh, swords or uh, breathing even to a degree. Okay, make a perception check. Uh, that's a 15. 15? You definitively hear nothing. I'm gonna kind of have my ear against. I don't. I don't hear anything. But we heard. Was it maybe a, one of the pebbles that Oma was chucking at you that fell down the stairs? Oh yeah. By the way, Oma was chucking pebbles at you. I thought I was wondering what that was. It was so gentle. I fig. I figured it can't be an enemy. She was, she was just trying to get your attention, but let's, I, let's, uh, let's wake up Flynn and, and Kaelic, and, and maybe we, we find something to better bolt the door from inside with. Yes, I, I think that's probably the safest option. So, I get, we'll go down and, uh, wake the next folks for the watch. Okay. See whatever uh, we can kind of find to push against the door Flynn from the and inside. Kellick, you guys are woken up. <sighs> Did we long rest? Or I don't know how many. Yes, you two are uh, okay. the only ones who have gotten a full long rest so far because I mean, you've completed two, uh, two of the watches of rest. Gotcha. Okay, I'll, I'll do that. Oh, man. I guess I feel a little bit better. Never feels like enough, does it? Yeah, how, how are things with the watch? Do you guys hear anything? Uh, some steps. Uh, it sounds like, you know, there might be people outside, but Olma heard the same thing. However, we swear that we heard someone open the upstairs door briefly, and then we swear that we heard almost like a light tapping on the door downstairs, but... There's nothing... I, I haven't opened the door. We don't want to necessarily provoke anything. But I, I can't hear anything through the door now. It's possible James went and found uh, folks to come check on us. You know. I, I wouldn't know. I, I just... That's believing the best. I just want to best. give you the heads up. Well, the I mean, while you guys are still up, should we just open the door and take a peek while most of us are still awake and just double check that we're still safe? Well, might be worth it. I agree uh, with that. Well, how about you go first then? Yeah, Baldwin. I'm. Yeah, I feel, feel, I feel relaxed now. That was enough. Kelly, are all you right. feeling all right now? Yeah, I'm fine. All right, let's go check this out. Just stay here, y'all, and we'll 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 see what's up. I'll sneak up to the door and attempt to creak it open and look out and look up the stairs. Okay, uh, make a stealth check for me. Sure. Both of us. Uh, if you're approaching the door too, then yes. Yeah, I'll join him. Cool. 
Um, how far away is the door from like where we're napping? It's about twenty feet away. Okay. Stealth is okay. Oh, that was a fun roll. It was like eight to twenty. Natural twenty, twenty-four. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, Flynn, as you open up the door, um, this is an old door, but you can just move it slow enough to where it doesn't creak open. Cool. Um, <clears throat> and there, down at your feet, um, right at the base of the stairs, you see a little stone um, and a little piece Ooh. of parchment wrapped around the stone. <laughs> um, I'll pick it up and look at it. Look up the stairs. Do I see anything up the stairs? You don't see anything up the stairs. No. Um. Oh, I'll listen because they said they heard something on the on the front door. I'll listen to the. You hear nothing. Um. All right. I'll I'll slowly come back in, shut the door, and turn around with the the rock in the parchment, and I'll look at Kelly and be like, "This is all that's out there." Um. What in the starlight? And I'll throw all these things. Yeah, I'll take the paper off and read it. What does it say? Okay. Um, you look at the paper, and um, you immediately recognize what language this is, um, as it is a language that um, looks very similar to what's written on your arm. Um, you oh. uh, look at it, oh and in this language, uh, roughly translated, it just says, come up. <gasps> Weird. Um, What's it say? I don't know. Why Do you know what it someone is? Throw, it looks like what's on your arms. Took a close look at that. Couldn't yeah, make well, out the tales of it. They kind of teach us like some of the language and some of the, the words. Like I know that this means my name, and I'll point to the one on my my sword arm. Like this one means my name. This is my name spelled. But like, and like this one is. Abjuration. And this you got one is your evocation. own name tattooed on your arm, Flynn. Yeah, it's cool. Huh? That's embarrassing. What do you mean it's embarrassing? You gotta watch get this. a woman's name tattooed on your arm. That's no, watch, watch class. this, watch this. This is why it's tattooed on my arm. And I'll bonus action summon my sword into my hand, <laughs> into my sword arm. And then you see the you see the mist appear in my hand, and my sword appears there. And then the 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 sigils and like all the things that are written on there that look just like what's on my wrist, they they kind of glow and then and then look like they were just blackly inset on the sword as it appears after the symbols. And I'll be like, that's why. Isn't that cool? That's a neat trick. Yeah. Yeah. That's why my, yeah. Just don't go around telling people you tattooed your own name on your arm. That's just... Oh, okay. I just... And anyway, it seems to be the same kind of text. Yeah, well, they teach us some of it, but they don't teach us all of it. Like, it's a big language. We're pretty smart uh, people. You and me could sit down and try and make... Uh, uh, if you know the language that's on your arm, then we sure. could use it as a cipher to uh-huh. determine what's in this message. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I kinda... as, they're, as they're talking about this, I'm going to go, you guys have a really, really enjoy that. Have a lot of fun. And, and just, I'm going to shimmy myself back to the bedroll where Alma's sleeping. <laughs> and I'm going to try and, like... Position her, but also be in the bedroom, like just be like, "Oh, come on, on daughter, daughter, let's just move a little bit." Move I knew it, mother, daughter. I knew it. It's <laughs> like uh, just shimmy her slightly so that she's still comfortable, and I'm, and I'm like, "And good luck, 
with deciphering the language that is on his body, and he doesn't really know Good night, what it Marge. says. Sorry, are you going to bed too? Yes, if I if I can. I still don't feel like I'm in full strength. All right, well, we'll keep an ear out. You said you heard a door open, and then I guess this rock was there. But that's it? That's all you heard? I heard a tap, so someone threw the rock. Okay. Well, we'll keep an ear out for any taps. If anything happens, what? we'll wake you up. But what kind of rock is that? And I I'll hand him the rock, rock. and I yeah. start looking at it closely. What does it look like? It's a gray rock. Uh, <laughs> it looked like a rock. <laughs> find find, find uh, a bit of rock there. Interesting vein running across the center. Ah, I'll give it no. to <laughs> I'll take the rock back. All right. Uh, well, good night. We'll just be here deciphering the message. All right. Thank you. Sleep well, Shreya. All right. Um, well, we should probably move away from them so we don't disrupt them while we're sleeping. Do you like like go over in the corner or something? Like go away from them? All right. That's a pretty small room. Um, well, so we can step like, out over to the steps if you, if you want. I don't want to go outside. I mean, not yet, at least. <laughs> Unless we have to. Find your being unusually cagey. Is, is everything all right? Oh, I mean, okay. honestly, and I'll look back. Have they fallen asleep yet? Um, yeah, yeah, they're well asleep. Honestly, man, I didn't want to say it in front of them just because I feel like it's kind of embarrassing, but I, I kind of have to go to the bathroom. And I don't want to do it down here. <laughs> All right. Uh, be careful. Uh, right. Let well, me know. Here, if you want to look at the, the rock and uh, the message, I guess, here, this is, and I'll hold my arms up. This is what my arms look like. I don't know if you can decipher any of this to what that says. I really have to go, but here, and then I'll show it for a few seconds. I'll, I'll try to I'll commit like... his arms to memory. <laughs> <laughs> Even though uh, I really know that one of them is Flynn. Make an intelligence check. Uh, here right. we go. Okay, uh, just flat intelligence? Flat intelligence. Uh, that is uh, 14. 14? Um, some of them are like kind of swirly, and <laughs> others are a little less swirly. That's about all you get. Cool. Good deal. Uh, but it, it looks like they're like compounding symbols on each other. It's very complex. Yeah, it's like a it's like a it's like a circular pattern of weird symbols. It's pretty sweet. And you see, one is black, the one that's on his sword arm, and then the other two on his uh, right arm that he's been you know using to cast spells. One of them is a blue color that's closer to his hand on the inside of his wrist, and the other one below that, like directly under it, on the inside of his like forearm, then is red. The first, so the first one's blue, the next one's red. Oh, okay. All right, I gotta go. I gotta. I, I can't hold it too much longer. And then I, I like kind of back up and I'll like kind of walk over to the door and like open it to go out, go out, go out up the stairs. Boy, I hate that wee fucker. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. All right, and I will. Um, I'm gonna try and stealth upstairs. Okay, make a stealth check. Sure. Man, who's upstairs? <laughs> That's a good stealth, though. Um, uh, 22. 22, nice. Um, so, yeah, you make your way up the stairs, um, and you peer around the door to the main area of the bakery. Do I see anyone mm-hmm. in here? You don't see anyone, no. 
I'll go into the bakery. Is the front door still closed? Uh, the front door is open. <sighs> um, I'll kind of walk towards it. As I'm walking towards the front door, there's no one in the bakery. Like, I don't see anyone sitting behind the counter or anything. Nope. I'll, I'll walk up to the open door and kind of like... I'll go up next to it. I won't peer out, but I'll kind of listen. Like, before I look out it and just kind of listen to it as it's open. Do I hear people walking in the streets? Like, what time is it? Is it, is it like 4 in the morning or something? 5 in the morning? Yeah, it's about 3.30, 4 okay. in the morning. So I'll just listen to hear if I hear anyone walking the streets or if I hear anyone shuffling around the other edge of the wall or something. You don't hear anyone walking. I'll peer out the front door. Okay. Um, as you sort of move out of the front door in front of you, all of a sudden you see from above you dropping mm. down to the ground, you see a half orc. Um, a half orc with a scar across his face and a chipped tooth. And as he lands on the ground, this dude is big and beefy. As he lands on the ground, you can feel the vibration in the ground. But as he makes contact, it is completely silent. Cool, cool, as cool, 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 cool. A puff of green mist apparates around where he lands. And it is completely silent as he jumps off of the roof right in front of you. <coughs> oh, um. Hey, hey. Hey, 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 sorry, call. Hello. Um, what bring, what, what brings you here tonight? The same thing that brings you here. Uh-uh. So you have them captured. How do you plan to bring them back to the Iron Light? Um, um... I don't... I don't... know what what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, so you are stupid as well. I will add that to the list. Yeah. Far, far yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm stupid. Um, I... I can't find them. I don't know where they are. Well, this does not add up with what I saw earlier. You clearly walked in with these fugitives uh oh yeah those um are, are those are those who we're looking for clearly um um they're they're gone <laughs> oh then you would not mind if I go and check myself it's uh it's um there, there's not, not, nothing down there. Look, I understand. You want to bring them back by yourself and you want to get all of the glory. But I'm here now and I can help you bring them back. Um. What, 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 are, what are they going to do to them? I don't know. Um. But, um. So it looks to me like you have built some sort of trust with these fugitives. So I say you lure them back to the Iron Light and we can ambush them. How does that sound? I don't I don't know. Um I don't know. Well, I mean, two uh, members of the Iron Light uh 
should have no problem taking them down on our own if we want to go down there right now and uh, deal with it as is. I... Um... No. What do you mean, no? They're... They're my friends. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well. I will enjoy what comes next. And he what, takes a step back. What comes what comes next? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Flynn, I have never liked you. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I know. I know. And I I very much enjoy having an excuse to uh, beat your face in. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um because I do not feel in training. I don't feel like I got to fully express my feelings towards you. I feel like with instructors around and, you know, there's sort of protocol. But now I feel as though I can let loose and I am enjoying this feeling. Uh, I run. Okay, which way are you, are you running back into the into the bakery? Um, yeah, and I'll shut the door. Okay, I just run inside and shut the door and like push myself up against it. <laughs> <laughs> and you can hear him from outside say, "Flynn, I will come for you." And I will enjoy every moment of it. I don't say anything. I'm just trying to stay quiet. Like, for some reason, he doesn't know I'm there now. <laughs> okay. I'm still just, like, holding my breath. Do I hear him? Is he still there? You hear nothing. <laughs> you don't hear anything. I'll give it a few minutes. Nothing. I'm gonna I'm gonna second wind, even though I, I'm gonna use it to like calm down. So okay. I'm gonna burn it to just calm down. Okay. And I'll do that. I'll take those deep breaths. <laughs> and I'll peek out the door. You don't see anything. He is no longer there. I'll close the door. And um, head back downstairs. Okay. Uh, Kalik, you see Flynn walking back downstairs. I like open the door, quietly shut it. Hey, um, have you uh, fi- figured out any anything uh, on the, the I- thing? <laughs> Kalik has. Uh, is in more or less the same place that he was left. Uh, sort of half-heartedly looking at this piece of paper. Um, but mostly just 
looking at the ceiling, <laughs> counting the, the tiles in the ceiling. Ah, uh, no, Flynn, I don't know what it says. But I have no means of finding out uh, your bizarre sort of script that uh, I, I guess is Iron Light. Uh, copyright. Yeah. Um, maybe we, uh, can, uh, f- um, go, go there now. I don't know. Why would we go to the Iron Light? He said they were searching for March and all. Right, right, right. Yeah, we don't want to do that. Um, I don't know. I guess we'll just never know what it says. Flynn, what's going on? Normally you're the one, you know, leading the charge. Yeah, in the direction right. of where we go next. What's going maybe on? I, I'm just, uh, maybe I'm just hungry or something. I don't know. Lad. I'm kind of just standing, staring off into the distance. It's like, how did maybe. the outside look? Did you, did you see anything? Huh. Uh, no, uh, no, no. I uh, don't go in the corner though. I peed over there. You, pe- you peed inside the building. Yeah, I didn't want to go outside it. Oh. I'm like, all right. Uh, oh. By the starlight. I mean, it's abandoned. I, I'm just talking to myself. Why? Why did you put me here? Why couldn't you have killed me at Cold Crest? I gotta live my days in this company. All right, oh. So you don't know what the message said, but it's it's probably from the Iron Light Collective. They've probably found us here. Yes? Yeah, maybe. So we need to make ourselves scarce before we're attacked. I mean, how many uh, people take make up the Iron Light? It's a castle, right, in the city. So certainly well, there's c- commendable forces. It's not like an army. Um, they're kind of selective with their members. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I brush that comment aside as I normally do when I get told. <laughs> um, and I, yeah, they're they're selective and and mainly only other sentinels can can bring in recruits. I see. Well, then what are we looking at? You're not the only one who was sent to find Almond March, no. What, what should we expect to come and encounter in, in, in combat with? Or, you know, will they be peaceful? Um, well, I don't know. I mean, we could also maybe go tell them that the problem was taken care of, maybe? And they attacked us? I, I don't know. But they're probably coming. I don't know how to fix this, Kelly. Well, I used to be guided by something beyond me. But I'm not any longer, so. I just have to go with our gut. <laughs> right? So, do you trust the Iron Light Collective or not? I trust what it stands for. 
Then we talk to them. Tell them what's going on. We, we can go without them on March so that there's no risk, right? And then we just explain the idea. situation. Yeah. You know, Maybe uh, not Shraya, though, because it, it seems like... Um, uh, the leader doesn't really like him. He puts his would... talent in his beak uh, yeah. more often than not, it says, it does say. Maybe you and I can go and talk, maybe talk some sense into them. Sure. Uh, better that than to be dogged for days by, you know, uh, a small force of halflings. <laughs> Such as yourself. Yeah. Right, uh, okay, well, <clears throat> do you reckon we have time? To do it now? Well, you know, or, yeah, I guess so. No time like the present. Do we want to leave them sleeping? Uh. No, I guess not. <sighs> well, I could stay here and you could go speak to them. Um. I'll look down at the rock and the piece of paper. And the symbols and. And I'll look back up. No, I. I think we sh- we should both stay here, keep guard. We know they're out there somewhere. Can I make an insight check on Flynn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go for it. Um, Flynn, you can make a counter sure. uh, deception check if you want. Sure, sure, sure. That's probably terrible. Oh, yeah. All right, it's just a zero. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's an 18. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Here's going to be a, it's gonna be a 19. <laughs> it's a nine. <laughs> uh, Flint's clearly hiding something. Okay. Well, I was hoping <clears throat> to use this on Kerr, but... And I uh, will will uh, grab hold of a, of a tether, of, of a fiery tether in the air. that I, I can see these things that are emanating out of Flint. These, these long lines that kind of are a rift in the, the space-time continuum. Uh, and I'll grab it and I'll, I'll pull it down. And as I do, uh, sort of uh, just the, 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 the space around us becomes uh, tinted in a sort of uh, orange glow. Uh, and I cast... Uh, Zone of Truth. Mm-hmm. Provici. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Flynn, what aren't you telling me? Um, I'm looking around at all this. What do I see again now that this spell has been cast? What's around us? Uh, Basically, the, the chamber, and I think... How, is that a saving ten, throw? It's, sorry, what? Is that is there a saving throw corresponded with Zone of Truth? Uh, there is, that's true. It's oh, what a do I charisma need? Charisma 14 um, saving throw. Oh, my charisma's probably but <laughs> a two. <laughs> Plus a zero. So yeah. <laughs> I fail. <laughs> yeah, so uh I'm looking around like as as you say that and like what is what is this? Uh it's a way of safeguarding against deceit. Yeah. 
uh, basically the space is um, I've, I've pulled something that is invisible and I've pulled it down like a curtain and as I've done so it's expanded into three dimensions around us uh, and basically like the like the uh, uh, it's almost like the world has changed into a uh, it's like been filtered through this like sepia tone uh, dusty ember yeah sepia tone <laughs> mm. uh, no uh, <laughs> Um, sorry, what did you ask again? What aren't you telling me, Flynn, about our current predicament? Um, there, there is someone else, uh, tracking Alma in March. Right. That's, that and, uh, makes sense. He, he was upstairs. And he wrote this message here. Yeah, it says come up. Um, Why didn't you tell me we could be in danger right now? I I thought it would be somebody else. But I was wrong. So this person, he, uh, it's bad news, right? Yeah, his name is Zorkal. Um, he, he scares the shit out of me. Um, during, during training, he, um, he was pretty, he was pretty ruthless. Um, uh, a lot of people didn't think that I could do this because, well, <laughs> I point to myself. Look at me. I mean... There's no shortage of jokes in this party about it. <laughs> um, I, yeah. But he, he took it like further. Um, physically, you know, berating me and attacking. Um, then I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, to hear so far, but he's still, you know, out there. He's just outside. Well, he was. Um, and he, he basically said that he's, you know, he's, he's coming. And, uh, <laughs> he's excited to fight me outside of the Iron Lake Collective, outside of their eye. And, <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know if I can fight him. I don't think I'm strong enough. Then you most certainly can't. <laughs> but you have us. We're here with you, right? Whether we like it or not. Right. And we're gonna help you. <laughs> Besides, uh, otherwise we'll. I don't know. I don't know what kind of fate awaits us if the Iron Light decides that we're not safe to, you know, be kept where we are as we are. Yeah. I'll kind of like just mutter under my breath. <laughs> I wonder what Victor would do. Yeah, I guess. Yes, we are stronger together. We've proven it. 
You pulled the crown off of that giant wolf. <laughs> that right? was pretty. That was pretty fun. <laughs> so pull the head off of this bastard who's oh. who's after you. Right? <laughs> yeah, maybe one day. <laughs> one day um. soon, if he's right outside. Do you know what kind of tactics we should be expecting? Um. Well, he'll try ambush. You know, he'll he'll try to use the magics. I don't know how much he knows. I only just got access to the beginnings, you know, the, the starter spells. I don't know how far along he is. I don't even... I can go through the book and look to see, like, what kind of stuff he may know. But, you know, he has magic just like you and I. But he may be more advanced. I'm still learning this strategy and the tactics myself, so... But it's just him. We usually just hunt alone. It's rare that we go out in parties unless the threat is massive. Do you think there'll be traps laid for us? On the doorstep of the bakery? Um, uh, maybe. I, I don't, I don't know any spells like that, but I mean, there could be. Otherwise, how could one man hope to defeat all of us? You underestimate us. They're powerful. I know I'm not, but they are. All right, well, it's all good to know, okay? Well, he's gone for now, but he'll be back. So I think we need to wake up, get what we need done in the city. And maybe you and I can talk to the Iron Light and tell them that their problem is gone, or we can just leave. I I don't... I feel like I just started my journey with this collective and now I'm potentially going to be exiled. Well, uh, this Zorkal, Zorkal... Zorkal. He's not a representative, right, of the collective. He's an outlier, right? He's just some no. bastard. Melaru seems to really like him. Mm. Apparently gets the job done. I don't know. We can put it to a vote and see what the party wants to do. This is why you need gods. All right, uh, well... We complete our case. I don't want to be followed by the Iron Light. And, uh, yeah, let's wake up the others. Find a safe place for them to stay. From what I've heard, they don't just murder people. Or they're not slavers. DM, is that true? Do I know? They don't, like, trade people. They're not, like, human trafficking, right? The Iron Light? Yeah. No, no. This is... This is the only assignment you have ever heard that uh, uh, someone in the Iron Light has taken um, that has to do with capturing or mm-hmm. bringing in people. Right, Everything like, that you have heard so far has been magical creatures, beasts, uh, forces of nature, things of that sort. They never really do this. They don't go for people. It's They can't I can't, I know, I can't believe that they would s- kidnap someone. We hunt monsters. We have to talk to them. Who issued this contract? Who is responsible? Uh, I mean, our, our head sentinel, Malaru. She told me and Zorkal to find these two people. But and where does she get her, her intel from? <laughs> that's above my pay grade I don't know 
she hands out contracts and we do them. I, I mean, I will say I did see. It was the same tiefling, right, DM? Yes. I did see that tiefling leaving her office before we walked in to get that contract. I don't know if that means they're paying her. I still think we should get answers. Maybe we should ask. And I'll kind of gesture over towards the unconscious character in the corner. Yeah. Uh, can I, uh, as we're still in the zone of truth, I would like to Ooh. try and try and rouse this character, if I might. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna definitely. Just, just just hunch over to him and just like <laughs> tap him on the head. <laughs> Okay. How many bruises um, does he have on his head? <laughs> his eyes are both swollen shut. His jaw is like hanging from one side, like dislocated on one half. Um, yeah, he's, he's not looking good. And I'll Flynn just say die. in Orcish, uh, rise and shine. <laughs> good morning to you. Flynn should have gotten a sketch of him before he woke up. <laughs> I should have. Um, I should have. Kellick, you're going to say this in Orcish? Yeah. Okay. Um, he doesn't look like he recognizes. Sorry, what race is he again? Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin. Shit. I don't know. Is he, mm-hmm. is he, are his eyes uh, opening? Yeah, as much as they can. Mm-hmm. Um, but you right. can tell he is, he's, um, he's conscious at this point. Hey. Hope you're doing well. <laughs> hope, you're, hope you're feeling well this morning. <laughs> uh, fuck you. <laughs> Good. I'm glad we're on uh, equal terms then. Listen, uh, you're going to feel a bit uh, sick to your stomach with a compulsion to speak honestly. So let's not waste it. I feel sick to my stomach when I look at you. <laughs> yes, well. Not all of us can be blessed with such good looks. And, then I, and I just, like, flick him on the eyeball. Oh. <laughs> Why were you after the crystals? Because I was told to. Told to by this, uh, this leader of yours, Air. Yes. And Zergath after him. What do you know about the crystals? I know nothing. They tell me nothing. Mm-hmm. So why such zealotry, then? Why follow these men? I followed them for years. What do you make of Zergath's change of heart? I don't know what happened to him. Hmm. What can you tell me about the crystals? I don't know anything about the crystals. Heart of Hologard. What would they what use might they have for the crystals? I don't know what use they would have for the crystals. If you brought Alma and March back to the Hologard, what would have become of them? I don't know what would come of March and Alma. What would you get in return? I would get rewarded. 
rewarded how gold my own team. Hmm. What, uh, what do you see yourself doing in the next 12 hours? Breaking these bonds, snapping all of your necks, going back to Hollow Guard. Not tracks. Do <laughs> 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 you have any questions, Flynn? Um, I don't think he has any answers. No. He's Why? of no use to us. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't think he does. Maybe we just take him to the Iron Light. I don't know if that'll help. Guess this is as good as mine. He can at least go first, so that uh, if there are any tripwires, we have a way oh, of yeah. testing it. Mm. All right. Uh, DM, would the rest time have have passed at this point for, for the rest of the crew? Yes, this would just be at the end of uh, at the end of the long rest. At so the, at this point, the rest of you guys are waking up. You have all gotten uh, the effects of a long rest. Cool. And the uh, spell has, has dissipated. Uh, okay. of, uh... I'm going to kind of roll over and over and and am I going to be able to see that Kerr's awake? Yes, he is. He is awake. He is sitting up straight. Okay, I'm going to kind of look over and go, fuck, who woke him up? I did. I'm trying to get some answers here. None of you know anything. All of you work for organizations going around destroying property and hurting people for no reason that you know of. You should all be ashamed of yourselves. Yeah, we already told you that. We already said we were. We didn't, none of this is... I'm going to kind of just shake all my awake a little bit. Five more minutes. No, no, we should we should wake up, probably. Mm. Kerr's up, by the way. Kerr's awake. Good morning, Kerr. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, you blew me up. <laughs> I'll blow you up again if you want. <laughs> Swear my to God, eyes are, I will my break eyes are still closed. <laughs> <laughs> you Who's know you will break up? our neck. Once I get out of these ropes, I swear I will kill all of you. <sighs> well, go you ahead know? and let me know when that happens, okay? He's not breaking. <laughs> you, you got blown up by a 12-year-old. Just accept it, Okay. Let's go, guys. What are we doing? What's happening? Where are we going? What do we miss? Yeah. Uh, Flynn has some uh, old friend of his uh, looking for the both of you. Uh, it means to harm Flynn in some way, material or spiritual or emotional. Take her. Do you know if the rest of the Hollow Guard are after us or just you? Everyone will be coming after you. Everyone will, like, once they know that you failed, or, like, everyone is already... Hell will rain down upon you until you are all dead okay. and in the ground. Perfect, That's... but, like, everyone will... I will dance on your graves when you are dead. Oh you don't have to tell the truth anymore, lad. You can just stay quiet. 
Okay, so I'm gonna take that tense as will to mean that um, they don't know anything until Kurt comes back. So we should be good for now. Um, DM. Yeah. You said there were torches down here, right? Yes. Okay. Um, I would like to take one of the torches off of the wall, s- smash it onto the, the, the stone floor of this place so that the ashes dump out, and then I'll unravel the bandage on my arm, and you might all actually get a good look at it now. It is raw. It looks like an extr- like it looks like it just was burnt. Gee. It is it is a it is a charcoal black uh uh like third degree burn bubbling broiling hard thing. And I will uh shove that into the still flickering embers <laughs> on the ground. Like put my hand directly on it. And do you flinch? Uh, no. And uh, as I do that, and as the the ashes like dust up around my hand as I've I've smacked it down, I will whisper, "Quidotra mendachum," and cast augury. What? <laughs> um, cool, 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 cool. I'm gonna lean over to Kerr. That's pretty creepy, huh? Get away from me. I'm we just had gonna some be kind of times, like, didn't we? Yeah, we're gonna be kind of Alma, just like, just like, <laughs> I kind of love it when Alma does this to Kerr, like <laughs> observing and giggling. Uh, and uh, I will whisper, I don't know much about you, but maybe you can just tell me something of what's to come. If we go to the Iron Light, will they help us? Will the outcome be good? Or bad. Nice. Uh, and uh, and just to give you DM, I'll just read the spell here. Uh, uh, I'm looking for an omen. You receive an omen from an otherworldly entity about the results of a specific course of action you plan to take within the next 30 minutes. The DM chooses of the following possible omens. Wheel for good results. Woe for bad results. Wheel and woe for both good and bad results. <laughs> Nothing. For the results <gasps> aren't especially good or bad. Oh, man. Oh, Maybe we'll get something. Who knows? Okay. Let me I'm see. gonna... Flynnel, like, while this is going on, uh, we'll kind of just be looking um, kind of near the door and just kind of listening and... and trying to hear if anyone's coming in now that it's, you know, lighter out. I mean, he did shut the door, but he's still listening for, like, door openings, people coming down the stairs, anything like that. Okay. So you're asking if you go to the Iron Light Collective, what's what's your specific question again? My, my question is, yeah, if we go to the Iron Light Collective, will it be for our good or ill? Okay. Um, you look down at these embers and, um, they sort of begin to, to glow this, this deep ember as if they're like sustaining themselves. They're not being put out or anything, but they're, they're perfectly sustaining themselves. Um, 
and uh, they're not dying and they're not bursting into an actual flame. Um, staying as embers, you take this to mean um, that this is a good outcome. I, 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 my eyes quiver and I, and I'm, Thank you. Hey, Marge. What do you think the ashes told him? I don't know. You know I don't know any of this shit. I don't, <laughs> he seems excited about it, though, but against Kalik. Can I learn to speak from ashes? Is that a language I'm sure I you can could, learn? but can you promise if you learn to speak from ashes, you don't blow things up again? I can't promise that. Okay. <laughs> I'd expect nothing less, to be honest. Anyways, uh, if you're going to blow anything up again, make sure it's curved. Fuck that guy. <laughs> will, will I have would I have been awake to see Kalik commuting in this way yeah you would be awake and I, and I could have a clear path of vision to him yeah for sure okay so as I sort of rouse and, and see this uh, exchange happening uh, between Kalik and the embers I uh, sort of lilt back a little bit splay my wings out and then back in uh, as I as I retort <laughs> Yes, I remember when flames were the only thing I was interested in, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm hurriedly uh, rewrapping my arm. We go to the Iron Light. But aren't they after us? People who want us? They want you, but for reasons that are uh, benevolent. Good for us. Is that what the ashes told you? you? You got all that from from some fire. Aye. And the you... only reliable source of information is beyond that of our reckoning. And that's what I have to go on. Oh my March, you, you don't have to go in. Kellick and I can just go in and talk. Yeah, maybe if we stay out of view or if we're kind of in an area that if well, things go sideways, we can bolt? Well, don't... Aren't they worried that we're, like, possessed or something? So, like, maybe if they meet me, they'll be like, oh, she's not possessed, all is fine. What right? if we turn the crystals into them and show that they aren't in your bodies? Do they know Absolutely about crystals? Not. We don't even know that they know about them. They might yeah, just think right. we're possessed. Yeah, maybe we should just go in and just ask, see what what's going on. Okay, let's give it a I'm, shot. Okay. I Worst trust you. Scenario, I trust you, Kellen. Are you going to keep me safe if they do that? What's drawing and quartering? Alma, and I'll I'll kneel on kneel by her, and I'll I'll put my freshly bandaged hand on her shoulder, Ugh. and I'll, <laughs> I'll look at her, <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll say, uh, Alma, by the keeper, I vow that I'll keep you safe to the best of my ability. That's my job. But, yeah, okay, fine. I trust Flynn. So, Why? Flynn, what do you He's think? He's a bleeding liar. I mean, Marge, he, he did heal you a little bit. I'm gonna, Yesterday. I'm going to kind of have, like, a shock. And look over at Kaylee and go, you, you did? Yes. <laughs> Kellogg, Kellogg looks around as if he's never been mean to anyone in his life. I thought, of course. Uh, 
I thought we weren't, uh, you know, comrades, buddies, friends. I thought, uh, you know. We're not. They, but well, if you and I are fighting against some unearthly force, I'm going to try and keep you alive. I'm going to try and keep every man alive that I meet unless they are of an evil, evil uh, bent. He means you, Kerr. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a woman, but Even I appreciate Kerr. that. Even Kerr's life has value to me. Yeah, you can go stick it. <laughs> I always knew... I'm going to kind of look up... I always knew Kaylee had a soul. All right. Let's do it. If everybody feels this is the best path, then... Kerr? We should find a, are you ready? We should find a spot for you guys to hide. I. Uh, that's not this I place. I think we should go with you. In? Yes. And talk to her? Yes. If Kaylee says it's oh, not going to be bad news that taking us there would be good, then I'm going to go with you. All right. What's the worst that could okay. happen? We all die? Mm. You answered that a little too quick, Flynn. But, uh... Does your, does your group tend to kill people? Have you um, ever known them to kill people? Mainly we just... Monsters. Well, I'm not a monster. Maybe they just need to confirm that. Kerr's a monster, so that counts. <laughs> Kerr's not a monster. He's a piece of shit. It counts. Are we bringing him with us as well? I don't think we can leave him nice. here. Yeah, we have to. Kerr? Did- are you ready to walk? There is nowhere in Elbor that you could take me where Hologuard will not find me and rip your insides out. Hmm. Can I check I can I like check to... his body to see if he's got any like insignias from Hologuard that might be like tracking beacons? Um yeah, you can either make an investigation or a medicine check. Ooh, terrible. Um that's a five. You don't see anything. Okay. There might be something hidden under all of the bruises and gashes and blood and and all of that, but you don't okay, see Okay, well... Alma, what are you looking for? <laughs> I was just looking to see if he had any tracking beacons on him, because I'm like, how would Hologuard find him? Kerr, do you have any tracking beacons on you? I might. <laughs> <laughs> I'll turn to Kelly. Can you do that spell again? Uh, I actually can't. I've used up uh, that degree of access to my friend. Are we planning on dragging him, or is he walking? You know to what this I can iron do. light place. Uh, can you- this this will help us if uh, if your old chum has set any traps for us as well. Revelare, and I'll cast detect magic. Hmm. Okay. Um, where are you casting Detect Magic? So it's on myself, and it gives me... It's a radius of 30 feet. Okay. How long does it last? It is uh, 10 minutes. Um, you see on um, Kerr himself, mm-hmm. um, the uh, the like leather armor that he's wearing is just very slightly enchanted, probably adds a little bit more protection. Um, uh, and... Oh. Nothing else. <laughs> nothing else in this room. Oh, they should hand over that armor to one of us. I'll tell you that much. 
All right, but well, it doesn't look like there's any tracking on him, at least of a magical nature. What is his arm? Is his armor really good? It's enchanted in some way. I mean, maybe it's uh, enchanted to blow up when you take it off him. We can only I'll hope. Look, I'll look down at my armor. He's really big, Flynn. I don't think you can wear his armor. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, maybe you could use it, and you could have a new person like use that same leather to like make you a custom set. Maybe. But we don't really have time for that, so I mean... Maybe we should just take it with us and just throw it on our bag. Or well, something. we're taking him with us, so... I have a feeling that as soon as we get things rolling, from my training, you know, things can change pretty quick. Would it be better and... if he was unconscious? And I, like, prep my fist. I'm happy to make him unconscious. <laughs> I think it'd be better if he didn't have any armor on. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm fine with both. It's not like he's great combo. Well, you want to cut his armor off? Because I don't think he's going to be helpful with his arms. Well, if you go ahead and, uh, you know, poo-poo, then we can take it off him after. Okay. Kerr, we're going to take your armor. <laughs> Do you want to be unconscious when we take it or conscious? I better be unconscious because if I'm not, you are you not are getting I knock him in the head with my short sword. Kerr, your voice is terrible. Just stop. Okay. I knock him in the head with my short sword. Okay. And he goes unconscious. All right. Fucking guy. You dealt with this guy? He's such an ass. Yeah, we know. Now you understand, though. And I'm so saying that as I'm, like, unzipping, no, unzipping the, the he used to, straps like, and stuff. beat people's heads in, like, against other people. I mean, he would just... I've seen him rip a guy's head clean yeah, off. Yeah, not... But now you understand why it was very difficult to not, you know, to just leave. Um, as they do this, DM, I want to be tenderly, trepidatiously making my way further into the bakery proper to expand okay. my detect magic to just see if there's if I can tell if anything's uh, awaiting us. Alright. Um, you step out into the main portion of the bakery uh, as Flynn completely gets this guy's armor off um, and you don't detect any magic. Okay. Yeah. It- Does he have a shirt on under his armor? Like, or is he naked? Yeah, it's like a, it's like a real uh, simple tunic. Okay, that's cool. I'm gonna... I don't know. Can I? I don't know where, where. Where can we put this armor? Does anyone have a bag big enough to carry it? I'll go over to March and like try and fit it in her backpack because mine's probably too small. Just shove. Yeah. I'm like, sure. I yeah. It's, uh, uh, DM, would I be able to single handedly carry her, or would I need help? Um, you would be able to make a strength check to see. Okay. Um. Sure, let's do that. Uh, yeah, uh, that would be athletics. Logistically, yeah. would would I be able to wear this armor uh, in terms of size, or is it too big based on his burliness? It would be a little bit big on you. You would have to, looking at the straps and stuff, you would probably have to tighten the straps to the very tightest it would be able to go. Mm. Um, comfort probably wouldn't be there, but you might be able to wear it. Yeah. Give it a shot. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to put it on. It's cuz it's is it it's uh, medium armor, correct? Yes. Okay. Then yeah. You uh, put that it was on. A 19 yeah. on my own. Uh 19. Yeah, you can throw this guy over your shoulder um and pretty much uh you know, potato sack carry this guy. How That's exactly what I'm going to do, but I'm going to kind of like as I do it, I'm going to sort of be like and let his head hit the ground again and then pull him over. <laughs> How far away is the iron light and are there any busy streets that we're going to have to walk through? 
yeah, you're you're gonna have to walk through some busy streets uh, to get there. As, um, she, as she gets set and puts them over his her shoulder, I'll kind of look at me like, um, people might ask questions in the street if we're carrying a guy like that. Maybe we should pretend like he's drunk and put a hood over his head and just kind of. Like, you think a hood over the head would make it less conspicuous? We could pretend like he's like unconscious and drunk. Maybe he had a hard night. I mean, she could still I carry can pat him. him. Yeah, she'll... I can pat him every couple of feet if that works. Okay. Yeah. Like, at least we have. As long as we have a story. It's, we yeah drink a lot. Yeah, yeah. We can. Let's go with that because that probably won't arise suspicion. Are you worried about all the bruises that Olma inflicted on his face? I mean, that too, but we can always just say he was in a lot of fights last mm-hmm. night and he drunk. He ran into a drunk. door. He ran into a door a couple <laughs> he, times. He ran, he into, ran a into a 12 year old's fist. No. So that's fine. <laughs> what kind of armor is that? How does it feel? Yeah, I wonder if you have to attune to it. Um, you don't. <laughs> you don't have to attune to it. Long story oh. short. Um, it's just, it's plus one leather armor. Woo! Sweet. Oh, we just stripped her for leather armor. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to snap our necks. All of us. Yeah. He's been wanting to snap our necks since we met That's him. true. Hey, DM, I'm going to try to attempt the yeah. biggest reach of druidcraft that I've attempted thus far. But, <laughs> Beyond uh, making crystals. Yeah. I'm here for it. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna mutter under my breath. Um, this has always frightened lesser beings related to my race. And then I'm gonna tap the crystal to my forehead and then motion toward. Uh, it's oh, he's over someone's shoulder by this point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, March has slung him over. March has slung. Okay. So I'm going to touch one of my fingers to his forehead and I'm going to attempt to have like pieces of his skin pop out, plump a little bit and have little tiny strands of like straw and grass and other things like grow out from the from his limbs and try to make him look like a scarecrow. What? (laughs) It's a lot. I'm gonna say that's a stretch, uh, <laughs> but it's natural. Okay. But it's so it yeah. So much I mean, fun. like you might be able to get like a certain like a little patch growing with like some grass or something. What? Um, but making an entire person look like a scarecrow is is, is a lot. What's okay. in this basement? That's fair. Do we see? Do we see any type of like plants or or barrels Straw. full of? Strong or anything like that that we can maybe use to disguise him. <laughs> do we want to? Do we want to um, let Calico go upstairs though and see if there's any traps up there while he's? Yeah, while yeah. He's uh, I'm assuming we're we're gonna getting this guy ready for transport as Calico's yeah. going up there to check it out. I'll go sure. up with um, him. Yeah, nothing. Okay. Nothing down here. This, um, <clears throat> especially like noting the area that you guys are in, um, as this is like a very rundown um, portion of the city. Um, this. The inside of this looks like it's been completely stripped of anything um, useful. Uh, Kellick, you are upstairs. Yeah. Uh, no magic uh, around. Um, you can step through the front door and look out into the street. You don't sense any sort of magic um, anywhere near you. Are there people around? Can I can I see, or is it like empty streets? 
It's mostly empty streets. You can see every once in a while, like a person will come out of a building. Um, it just completely disheveled. Um, looks like, you know, they haven't bathed in probably months. Um, but, uh, yeah, not like a busy street. I'm gonna, I want to okay. turn to Kellick as I see this, and I'm going to say, you know, this whole place is abandoned, but there's like hundreds of people outside who can't even get in. Why couldn't they just live here? Right. It's uh it's not a good system, Oma. There's uh people who don't want others to infringe upon even the most remote niceties they have. And for that, they're willing to subject perfectly good people to squalor, danger, misuse. It's just so weird. I've always wondered why the gods don't do something. Well, the gods aren't here. They're not seeing anything. They're supposed to. Mm. We should move. Yeah. This is a good amount of uh, busyness in the street. It's it's early enough in the morning that uh, some people will be out, so we're less likely to be attacked by this uh, pal of Flynn's. And, uh, but not so many people that, you know, will draw a lot of Suspicion. Okay. I'll take the lead, as I have a little bit longer of detecting magic, and uh, I think, I think if I'm right, uh, they should have equipment that's enchanted in some way, like Flynn does. So, we, we at least have a couple minutes of relative security. Everyone Is everyone ready to go? Mm-hmm. Onward! I'm going <clears> to, <throat> as we're leaving, I'm going to look in the basement and in the main pantry to start anything of, like, it, it, I'm assuming it's abandoned, so there's no food, right? It's all rotten. No. And is there anything in here? Like, what's in here? Like, I'll kind of do a quick once over it, like, in barrels really quick as we're walking out. Yeah. And um, there aren't even any barrels. Um, okay. This place has been stripped completely clean. Um, what you guys saw downstairs, there was like a little brick oven um, that like even most of the bricks had been, you know, taken and stripped away. And there was uh, like an iron furnace that was completely um, um, rusted and like caved in completely beyond beyond use. I'll kind of like do a once over, kind of <sighs> getting ready to leave my safe space almost. And knowing that outside that door was the last thing I saw was Sorkal. And I'll take a deep breath. And I'll kind of steal myself, shake my head, and, and walk out outside the street. Okay. So you guys walk out onto the main street. Um, you guys still see um, just expansive slums here. The, this is the you know poorest of the poor. This place has not been taken care of at all um, in years. Um, and as you guys are walking uh, down the street, 
you see some people poking their heads out of shops, um, poking their heads out of what used to be houses, um, and sort of looking at you guys very warily. Um, once you guys pass, a lot of people uh, close the windows and close the doors, um, and you can hear like locks being turned as you guys uh, move down the street. But you guys are not are not approached, not harassed whatsoever. But I understand kind of being part of the city for a bit why they're doing that this is notoriously a very dangerous part of town um what i I okay um i'll see them kind of noticing us and maybe noticing and you know maybe we should make this a better better disguise i'll look over to i'll walk up to kellick hey um so we're kind of like i don't kind of whisper we're kind of like uh pretending this guy's drunk and just over uh march's shoulders um maybe he got in a fight or two Maybe it'll be more believable if there's another person slung over someone's shoulder that can pretend to be drunk if we are questioned. How do you feel about carrying uh, me? Uh, sure. Okay, and I'll take my backpack off and my stuff and I'll kind of hand it to him so he can like put it on his member. I'm going to need this back. I don't want it, so don't worry about it. Sure. <laughs> I, I sort of regard it with contempt. <laughs> and I'll just kind of like, all right, I'm ready. One, two, three. <gasps> and I'll kind of like <laughs> trip over his shoulder and just like, <laughs> and I'll pretend like I'm, I'll just pretend all like right. I fall asleep. Don't make a meal of it. <laughs> yeah, DM, is that, a, is that a performance check? <laughs> um, we'll you see. Know, I think that is a performance check. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. We got another natural 20. Let's see. Um, <laughs> it's a zero. How did I get a nine? Um, I'm 13. 13. I'm just laying okay. there like I'm unconscious, like the other guy, for right now at least. Okay. Awesome. Um, so yeah, you guys continue walking through um, the streets here um, as the buildings slowly transition into the lower market. Um, Flynn and Kellick, which you guys recognize as the lower market. Um, this uh, section of town is um, just starting to come to life in the morning. Um, lots of like food vendors um, and lots of like almost like bulk items like you can get um, just like your staples here. Um, there are also like very basic food, um, clothes, and uh, there's quite a bit of like entertainment here um there are people who are like doing uh gymnastics in the streets to to try and uh get some money um there are some people playing like makeshift musical instruments um to try and drum up some money as well um but as you guys are moving through um not a lot of attention is being thrown your way um as most of these people are still beginning to set up their stalls for the day um every once in a while you catch someone's eye but they don't really regard you guys they let you just keep walking um as you guys uh finally approach the uh walls of the iron light castle um while we if i notice that we're getting close enough to the point where we're about to walk in i'll shake and be like all right all right this is good that's good it's good let me down let me down i i will also have flipped a, a silver each to the performers on the way Ooh. okay um and and give almo kind of a look of like <laughs> gotta try to do something <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll set Flynn down. All right, lead on, brave soldier. 
Um, you guys, you guys sure? I look to all men in March. I don't know how else to tell them I'm not a demon, so. Right. We've come yeah. this far. Yeah. yeah. Try. Plus, perhaps they can take care of, you know, Kerr or something of that nature. Because he is a demon. Um. <laughs> yeah, he, I'm gonna, he genuinely is. <laughs> I'm going to look around for Zorkal. I, I want to see if he's hiding somewhere in between the streets, between the crowds, up in the, up in the, on the roofs. I'm looking. Okay, make a perception check. Crap. Uh, nine. You look around and you don't see him anywhere. <sighs> um, Kellick, uh, I don't know how you, you are with talking. I, I don't know how any of you are with talking, but Try can attest to this that um, Mallory doesn't like me too much, so I don't know how much I'm going to be able to convince her. So it's it's going to be on on you all to all right set this straight. Uh, I'll try my uh, best, but I don't. Really, she doesn't really think too highly of me. Sure. <clears throat> well, I right. know I'm not the most uh, well not friendly. Let's just say it that way. I'm not friendly, but. Uh, I can be, uh, you know, I've had to do a lot of outreach in my life, dealing with all sorts of people, so I can, uh, I can try to help. I'm a pretty smooth talker. Yeah, yeah you got and, me and an Alma. Who can say no to Alma? That's true. That's true. All right. Well, let's do it. I'm gonna go up to the door and head on in. And lead the way. Okay. Um, the gates open and you head on in to the Iron Light Castle. Um, where specifically are you taking them, Flynn? Um, Do you have an idea of where where you want to go? Well, uh, or who you would want to talk to about this? Um, Chath seemed like he was just going to turn him in, right? When I talked to him, it didn't seem like he was going to back me up. Yeah, that's sort of the vibe that you got. Um, um, hold on, let me just check something. Um, who wanted us, Flynn? I think it was the, I think it was the tiefling. No, I mean, who who gave you the assignment? Well, I mean, our our our. Melarusa. So I know, and I'm trying to think if there's anyone else we can talk to first. But no one's really here. Yeah. Alright, well, let's just go straight there. And I'll just lead them towards the office building. Where Melaru's office is. Okay. Um, so you guys walk through um the halls of the Iron Light Castle. Um each step that you take, um, your footfall echoes off of these um these stone walls and you guys make your way down the long hallways to Melaru's office. Um, Flynn, you walk up and uh, knock on the door and uh, you hear, uh, come in. I'll turn back to the guys, uh, the group and just kind of smile, put on a smile, wink at them, open the door. We'll all nod collectively. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, you walk into the room and you see she uh, has her back turned to you 
um, she's at the far wall um, by one of her bookcases and she seems to have her head down and she is reading one of these books um, her back to you she hasn't made eye contact um, but without moving she says uh, yes what can I do for you Flynn found him oh that was quick Yeah. So, where where are they? Hi. Hello. Oh, oh, good. You brought them here. Um, would you all uh, step into this room, please? I'll kind of open, open the door room? and like let them move out of the way so they can walk in. Okay. Um, who's who's going into the office? Uh, I will. I will. I'll follow with. Her still kind of over my shoulders. Oh, before Shrya walks in, I'll kind of put a hand up, be like, "Can you um, watch outside in case, just in case anyone comes? You can, I don't know, stop, stop, stop." Yes, I also know that this being is not very fond of me, and I still like turn, yeah, turn my back. I think we could uh, take everything we can. I as I as I kind of. Scoot out the door. Um, I I sort of clench my fist around my staff, and there's a little pulse. And I'm just like, Ugh. I go outside the the room. Okay. Um, Kalik, are you inside the room or outside the room? Inside. Inside. Okay. So everyone except for Shreya uh, steps into the office, um, and still looking down at the book, um, she slowly closes it and very calmly reaches her hand up and places the book back on the shelf um she turns around and for the first time um actually looks at all of you guys um and you see standing before you um as beautiful and elegant um elf standing there in these incredible robes um and uh, standing completely straight up and she says oh so you're the ones that i've been hearing about as she um wipes her hand across the desk and sort of makes this motion with her hands. And you can see all of a sudden, um, all of the walls of this room, as well as the ceiling and the floor, are encased in this green, almost glass-like energy as this force field completely encases the room, trapping all of you guys in there. (laughs) She clasps her hands behind her back and she says, Um, I don't take threats to the city lightly so um, if you would all just take a moment um, I would prefer not to escalate this in any way um, I would just like to to disprove a hypothesis if you'll allow me okay do we have a choice no, no yeah I don't. didn't think so as she walks over to you guys um, she opens her hand and um, the same sort of um, green glass like energy encompasses her hand and she walks over to march first and she places the palm of her hand right up about two inches away from your face and she just sort of um moves her hand over your face and down over your chin and over your eyes and up over your forehead oh okay she moves over to Alma and does the exact same thing over your forehead over your cheek my eyes over your chin, are tracking your her eyes. Hand. 
<laughs> and she never she never actually makes contact with you always keeping about two inches away and as she pulls away the the glass-like energy dissipates from her hand as she walks over to her desk and swipes her hand in the opposite motion as this force field in the room uh powers down nice you passed i don't know what you passed but you passed well um you're not demons as i was told no um who, who Someone are told you we were demons. Was it? That, sir, was it? Was it? A, was it a tiefling? Yes, it was. Um, yeah, yeah. That guy sucks. Sorry about that. Uh, oh, uh, I'm gonna kind of look around and realize I was saying things like, "Uh, this is Olma," and shut up because I realized that I was speaking and I was not the one that was gonna say anything. <laughs> um, hi, I'm Olma, and 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 this is my friend March. Um, uh, well, we're not not demons um but we were being chased by the thieves guild um the hollow guard thieves guild this guy um that march is holding um he 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 tried to kill us and so i think that's why um um the tiefling tiefling was um trying to find us so he could collect a bounty on us uh this one uh over your shoulder is hollow guard mm-hmm. yes is there anywhere um, I can put him? He, he, would you Would you mind? As she she gestures over to uh, a chair in. Uh, he on the also back wall. tried to kidnap. Well, no, not tried. He kidnapped one of your citizens, and they beat him up real, real, real good. We saved him though. I'm gonna plop him down into the chair and like mutter under my breath, like "Good fucking riddance," and then migrate back towards where like all my nice. fun and everybody is. Um, she walks over to him, uh, over to, uh, Kerr, and she just sort of looks in his eyes for a quick second, um, assessing that he's unconscious. And, um, she turns back around and she makes a couple quick motions with her hands as some, some golden energy flows between them and her eyes sort of roll back and become white. Um, and she still stands there and she says, um, Chath, we have, uh package for you to come pick up if you are not busy. <laughs> okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, no, my office, my office is open. Yes, he's, he's standing right here. Okay, thank you. And her eyes come back to uh, the normal blue color that they are um, and the energy in between her, the golden energy in between her hands um, stops flowing. Ma'am? Yes? Um, I do think it's worth mentioning that that same tiefling who was here is now probably possessed. Um, he's no longer in the city, though. Um, but I do think there is some value to you knowing that. Um, what kind of possession? There are a lot of types of possession. Was this super uh, demon possession? He told me that you were possessed by demons, so... Um, super unclear. That would not be... Super, super, super unclear. Um, okay. He was himself and then like two seconds later his eyes got really like the possession seemed to come from one of these crystals and I'll gesture to March to to present the box here we go Um, and I'm gonna like shift and be like damn it like I didn't want to say anything about the crystals I just like nod my head and I go March just just do it it's fuck and I'm gonna take them out of my bag and is there, there's going to be no way that I can quickly open this box and try and take one. I have to, I'm going to have to hand the whole thing, correct? 
what at the mention of possession, she is watching over everything that you guys are doing. Okay. And I'm just going to I'm I'm not gonna hand him over. I'm going to hold the box and do a whoop whoop. Uh like these crystals, um, uh, not really sure what they are. It's kind of crazy. A uh, little wary about uh, handing them off to people that I just met. Please don't take offense to that. And I'm going to shut the shut the box again. She's just a little touchy because um, they caused someone to be possessed. And so she's worried. She doesn't know you. Maybe you'll want to be possessed. I, uh... Oh, trust me. No, I, I that is couldn't be further from the truth um i appreciate being in my own body um but uh, if i if you let me take a look at those a uh, little bit longer i might be able to uh, tell you what they are can i do an insight check to make sure she's not gonna like try to do anything nefarious with the crystals yeah make an insight check oh crit fail mm. you can't get Mm-mm. a read on her she's stone-faced i just turned to march and i shrug and i nod my head we gotta know about um, them we don't know anything. Is, uh... What, what, I'm sorry, ma'am, what, what was your name? My name is Melaru. Hi, Melaru. I'm I'm March. Uh, great name. Us, us um, M names, you know. It's, it's We're few and far between. Um, would you <laughs> My mind... time is very valuable, so I would appreciate... Um... I, I agree. Would you mind... Uh, I'm happy to open the lid for you and let you kind of look at him, but I'm going to go ahead and remain holding the box. Again, if you don't mind, I, I I agree with you. I enjoy being in my own body as much as you do. Just uh, there's been a couple of possessions with these things, and I I'm not happy about it. But uh, that is fine with me. I'm gonna just open the box and sort of lower. Is she at my height, or how tall is she? Um, she is. She's just about at Kellick's height. Um, okay, she's so about not... on par with Kellick. Okay, so, um, not so too much. yeah, definitely shorter than you, but. Uh, not, not too much shorter. I'm just gonna just show them to her uh, in the box. Okay. If you have um, an idea of what they are, by all means, do let us know. Yeah, give me one second to see what she's gonna do. From what we understand, they were once one crystal. These are just shards. Okay. So... Um, what she's going to do is um, she's going to uh, like slap her hands together and start um, rubbing them back and forth as this green smoke begins to build up um, in between her hands. And she reaches her hands out and um, she sort of places them both, one on each crystal. And uh, she takes probably about a minute as she closes her eyes and she concentrates, um, casting the Identify spell. Um, as she identifies them, um, she opens her eyes once more, clasps her hand by, hands behind her back again, and she says, um, well, it's, uh, you are sort of correct with possession, um, though possession usually, um, means that it is of a creature not from this plane or, um, some sort of other entity. Um, these are, uh, what would be the equivalent of uh, prison crystals? Um, these hold uh, souls. Normally, um, they're part of something. You said you said these came from a larger crystal, uh-huh. yes? 
Yeah, um, that's not uncommon for something like this. Um, a, a larger crystal can hold up to um, uh, quite a few um, souls, depending on how big the crystal is, how um, well-crafted it is, um, and the purity of the minerals within. Um, it can uh, hold these souls within. And so um, when you said people had been possessed by these, were, were the crystals broken beforehand? Yeah. Yes. So that uh, y- yes. So when uh, these crystals are broken, um, the soul uh, has a, there's a chance that the soul will take over uh, some sort of vessel within its reach, um, and then there's also a, a pretty high likelihood that uh, the soul will just uh, be destroyed uh, when the crystal is destroyed. Um, so there is a, sort of a high chance that um, that that the soul will just be completely destroyed. Um, but it seems that you have come across mostly the the former half of this scenario. Yeah, we saw two get possessed. Um, they're together now. Um, that's probably not a good thing, right? And you said, how how does this gentleman in the back uh, factor into this? Points, the big guy? Pointing to Kerr. It yes. wasn't a robbery. It was a jailbreak. This man is from the Hollow Guard, and he was part of a coup mission to a uh, coup to yeah. get the crystals. Okay, so, um, Flynn, you think it was a prison break? Yep. Um, wow. Stealing this, these crystals uh, takes precedent over um, any current assignments that you have. Um, any crystals like these um, must be apprehended. Um, as well, if you know or any information on um, the possessed, as you called them, um, we must know about it as soon as possible, where they are and um, any information that you have. I can tell you what they look like. Will that help? Yes, please do. And she walks over to her desk and, and she gets out a quill and, and her notebook. Okay, Flynn, do you want to take the honors? You're the leader. Flynn has been a great oh. leader. He has really helped us. <laughs> I kind of yes, Flynn. I'll tighten up. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you wanted the description of the people that are possessed. Is that that's mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there's a, and I start thinking like, um, fuck, what do they look like? <laughs> there was an orc that had it was a, a half hole. orc. There was an, a half orc that had a hole in his chest. It'd be and I look, the top I'm looking at Olma, and I'm like, and she's giving me those nods. I'm like, okay, yeah. There was an orc, a half orc with a hole in his chest, and a red tiefling that had crystals in his neck that kind of exploded and turned him into this crazy thing that has he has he has a bunch of daggers. The daggers hurt really bad, and that's it. Oh, the uh, the gentleman that I spoke with earlier. Correct. Her. Yep, that guy. The guy. Yep, that guy. Okay. Uh. Well, Kelly, what would the what would the half orc be wearing? Uh, a tabard of Andil. He was uh, a soldier of uh, Coldcrest that, Outpost. That also. Warfront. But now he has um, a woman's voice because he's possessed by 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 a woman with some okay. type of magic. Thank you very much. Because she could like poof in and out of space. Okay, I will take note of that, ma'am. If I may. Uh, Kellick Gray, at your service. Uh, I uh, 
believe one of yours is uh, in pursuit of us under the, the notion that uh, well the previous notion that these two are possessed by demons uh, Zorkal I believe his name was oh um, he's still going after you uh, last we checked so if he might be reined in that would yeah. be much appreciated yeah now that this has been solved maybe send maybe call it call him call off the dogs um, she sort of nods her head, her eyes roll back in her head, and she um, weaves this golden energy in between her hands. Um, and she says, Flynn has brought in the fugitives. You are uh, no longer on this assignment. Thank you. And her eyes roll back. And without hearing a knock or anything on the door, um, she sort of says towards the door, she says, uh, yes, Chath, come in. As this big red dragonborn <gasps> opens the door, um, and he sees all of you, and uh, he's like, "Hey, Flynn, how's it going?" Chad, uh, hey, buddy, hey, hey, these are these are the two, huh? Yeah, I don't know what I was so worried about. Everything's fine. <laughs> hey, look at you. Um, hey, Melaru, um, is this this is the guy? The guy passed out over here. Um, yes, that is. Uh, that is the one from Hologuard. Oh, God. You son of a bitch. And he grabs him by the lapel and just clocks him over the head. He's, he's unconscious, but he just knocks him Whoa. over the head. Yeah. At, at this happening, at this occurring, March is going to almost, like, smooth down her hair. Like, <laughs> like, like uh, what? Oh. What was your name again? I don't know who you are, but I like you. <laughs> um... And at, at that, he he reels back and uh, he sort of uh, uh, flicks away the blood that's now on his knuckles and sort of wipes it on his clothes. He says, yeah, I can take it from here. And he uh, he rolls up his sleeves and he throws him over his shoulder. Um, and as he steps out of the room, um, he said he uh, he's sort of halfway out the door and he said, oh, did someone did someone say my name? And he turns really quickly and smashes his head on the door frame. And he goes, oh. Oh, no one said my name? Oh, okay. Then I'll just go. I'm going to call and, after him. I'm going to call after him like, look forward to seeing you soon. <laughs> and I, as I he like walks him. down the hallway, um, as he walks down the hallway with Kerr, uh, even more unconscious um, at this point, uh, that is where we're going to end this oh, session. Um, oh we're going to call we it right it, there. Oh. We did it. Um, yeah, I, that was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun guys, with that one. Um, I hope you guys did too. Yeah, you guys awesome. are alive. Melaru is gonna fuck us up. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's where we're gonna call it. Um, so thank you all so much for listening, and we can't wait to see you all again next week. Bye nerds. Bye nerds. Bye nerds. Bye nerds. Bye nerds. Bye nerds. Hi everyone, this is Rebecca. I play Oma Marsk on Venture Forth. Thanks so much for listening. Um, the best thing you can do to help us is tell your family and friends that you love us, and get them to listen. Also, thanks so much. See you next time. Mm-hmm.